All right, we are live here on YouTube and on Twitch. Sorry, I just have to type up a few things here, just trying to get everything all set here because, you know, my producer got lazy. My producer is me. So there's that. That is all we've got going on here. Follow me on the Twitters and the Instagrams because that's where I put out all my information here. And we are definitely going live a couple days late. It happens, unfortunately. Um, things do happen. And um, that's just how... That's just how the cookie crumbles, basically. Because, eh, you know, life happens, everything goes on, and... We all get busy, and hobbies kind of sometimes take a back seat, but I'm live. Thank you all for watching. Joe here with Joe's Disc Golf, sitting behind the wooden desk. Yes, my fake wooden desk that you can't see on stream. Sponsored by Log. What rolls downstairs? A loner in pairs rolls over your neighbor's dog. What's great for a snack and it fits on your back? It's Log, Log, Log. It's big, it's heavy, it's wood. It's Log from Blamo. Not a real sponsor. There we go. That's just that. So if you are happening to catch me live, feel free to drop a line in the chat on Twitch or YouTube. Whichever. It's your choice. Player's choice. Fielder's choice. However you want to choose that. Anybody get out there and play some disc golf this past weekend? It was a hot and humid one here in the Midwest. And I played... In a tournament, Clash at the Canyons 5 at Delwood Park, the amateur side only, and it did not go well. I um, To say I pooped the bed would be an understatement. I tore that place up during my practice rounds, and I got torn apart during my regular rounds, and I even played the right ones. A few of the holes I ended up playing wrong, uh, during the practice rounds, I was playing the longer pin positions and in the shorter pin positions, it was far easier. And yet I still managed to screw things up. I yanked it. I was throwing them in the ground. I was throwing them a mile in the air. I was hitting sometimes first available, sometimes second available. It just was not good. I, I tried everything I could to get my head on straight to get things going. But unfortunately, no matter what I did, it just could not... Uh, couldn't work out for me, but that's just the way things go. And I know what I need to work on for this next uh, tournament coming up here in a couple weeks. Technically, I have one coming up this Friday, but it's one of those like flex start C tiers local thing that I'm not overly concerned about. It's just, you know, going to a bigger one and uh, kind of got in my head and couldn't get out of my own way is what it came down to. Thank you, Hilly Games. 90 for the follow and bubbles thank you both of you hopefully you're actually still watching the stream and i can chat and say hi i just happened to catch that pop up there on twitch thank you for the follow hopefully you guys gals people people lovely lovely beautiful people love disc golf or at least just want to know more i am always willing to talk about disc golf clearly this is a just chatting disc golf channel on twitch so there we go but other than that, other than, you know, royally screwing myself and getting in my own way and getting in my own head, which is so hard to get out of your own way. It really is. Um, 
well i am glad you're still there uh hopefully uh you're enjoying this um do you play any disc golf yourself uh, you know, I know there's a bit of a delay here, so I'll just kind of stall for time. Uh, but I managed to, uh, you know, like I said, get in my own way just trying to take some time off a little bit, take a day off here and there, work on some form, work on my putting, because, you know, throw for show, putt for dough. And uh, we all what's the one part of our game that we all want to work on more and we all feel we need to get better at? That would be putting. And that doesn't matter if you are a disc golfer, a golf baller or a foot golfer. That is the one thing we all can agree on that we all, no matter what, want to improve on because it doesn't fail um, to. Oh, how do I want to say this? Um, it always seems to fail when you need it the most, unless your name is um, Ricky Wysocki or I believe uh, Paige Pierce or Paul Macbeth or pretty much any of the top pros they're pretty fantastic putters to say the uh to say the least um sweet i don't play golf um i have a set of clubs and sometimes when i go out one of those three times a year sometimes i play my own fairway on the hole that i'm playing because golf is not totally my thing, but I like I am a professional beer drinker and cigar smoker and cart driver when it comes to golf, because usually with my work, I just go and check out, uh, you know, hang out with all the people uh, at those different outings. And they're always a good time. And I never, ever, ever play on a card like when we get groups together. We never play on a card that, uh, well, that is serious. Usually uh, when our work has people go, there's like the serious card and then us. <laughs> We're the fun card because none of us, none of us are good. But speaking of not being good at things, you know who is good at things? Ulti World and their uh, MPO power rankings that came out uh, just a couple days ago, three days ago. This is U.S. edition pre-Worlds. Of course, it is pre-Worlds. And uh, just as a recap for those of you who may not have caught this before, who don't know what's going on, Ulti World uh, breaks down their uh, the power rankings through a combination of different um, objective rankings, you know, putting percentage, that kind of stuff. As well as subjective battle ballots, battles, ball, subjective battles. That's what we're going to go with. Ballots submitted by the Ulti World Disc Golf staff. Um, the algorithm uses a, a standardized scoring model to compare all elite events, award competitions, and cash bonuses, features. Uh, also, uh, it, it shows that um, it can past results just kind of decay off. So like if you won worlds two years ago, that's great, but that doesn't count for a lot in this power rankings for recently. So these are all the results from any elite series and silver series event. UDISC and PDGA statistical measures. So your, you know, fairway hits, your putting, your driving stats, your, um, uh, T to green strokes, gain strokes, lost that kind of stuff. Their previous rank from the, last time that they updated it and the uh, gut feeling that they get premonitions heading into pro worlds that everyone 
has on everybody else there. So this is uh, this is the current rankings. We're going to start again like we always do. We're going to start with the people who dropped off. These are the people who are no longer on there. This would be Anthony Barella. He was ranked 11th. Now he's off. Casey White, 13th. He's gone. Colton Montgomery, gone, 14th. And Zacharyth Johnson, he was 24th. He fell off, which the guy like if you're around that 20th spot, I, I kind of expect you 20 and lower. I expect people there to kind of drop off. Seeing people drop off from 11, 12, 13 or 11, 13, 14. Numbers are hard. I don't know how to count. It's like good old Catholic education there. But that is just how things go. You know, you kind of drop off there. Ranked. For the first time this year, Simon Lazat, he is finally back out playing. He's finally mostly over that elbow injury that I feel like took way too long to heal. But that is a personal opinion with a little professional input because sports medicine is my thing. That is totally my thing. Dropping nine spots is Garrett Gerthy. Um, He has not had a real good showing recently. Gavin Rathbun also dropped two spots. He's now 23rd. Andrew Presnell moved up three spots. He's 22nd and the prodigy Austin Hannum prodigy sponsored Austin Hannum jumps up from unranked to 21st. That is pretty good. Brody Smith still hanging out in there making gains. He's not one of those guys that um, really just goes off and has like this breakout thing. He just he is slowly chipping away and getting better and better and better, which is great. You don't want to see someone just rocket up to the top and then just crash back down to earth. You see someone like Brody who's just like, boom, I'm here. And I'm getting better and better and better. I'm working on my game and getting better. So he is currently at 20th, up two spots. Uh, Joel Freeman has dropped two spots to 19th. Chris Clemens remains a steady Eddie 18. Jeremy Coling was unranked. And now he is back to being ranked at 17th. Thomas Gilbert jumps up four spots. Another Prodigy team member there jumps up to 16th place. Ezra Aderhold jumps up eight places. That's a That's a pretty substantial jump, but not the biggest one on our list. He has jumped up to 15th place. Benjamin Calloway. Ben Calloway jumped up two spots from 16 to 14. Paul Uliberry drops one spot. He is down to 13. Chris Dickerson dropped five spots to 12th. Nico LaCastro, since winning, uh, what was that tournament? Wasn't Vegas. That was Eagle won Vegas. Oh, shoot. I am blanking on this one. I can't recall off the top of my head. It was Texas, I believe. After winning there, uh, he hasn't been great. He hasn't been bad, but he hasn't won. So Nico has dropped a few spots here from 8th to 11th. James Proctor jumps up from unranked to 10th place. That is, I believe, the biggest jump here. Now, the actual biggest jump in pre-ranked people would be your next gentleman here, Kyle Klein, moving from a whopping 19th to 9th place. We're into the top 10 right now, people. This is the exciting part. James Conrad has dropped three spots. He is MVP sponsored, and he is... You know, he's doing a lot better. Uh, If you get a chance, check out the clip of his ace on, oh, it's Gatekeeper Media. I forget which hole, but it's 319 feet downhill, and it was beautiful. Just drills the basket. It was, oh, 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 it was so exciting to watch. It was, it was absolutely, absolutely amazing. 
Drew Gibson jumps up two spots to seventh place. He's with Infinite Discs. Kevin Jones, another Prodigy guy. Prodigy's got some some heavy hitters up here. Um, he's, they've got a lot of people on there. Not as many as Innova, but I don't think anyone sponsors as many people as Innova does. Kevin Jones, sixth place, jumps up four spots. Adam Hams, after going Hams on his last tournament, last two tournaments, really, he has jumped up one spot to fifth place. This is the top four here. This is what you people have all been waiting for on the men's side. Kelvin Heimberg stays steady at fourth place. Paul Macbeth stays steady third place. Ricky Wysocki drops one spot to fall behind Eagle McMahon. And honestly, any four of those guys right there, that's, I mean, it's just really a toss up to be completely honest. Paul Macbeth hasn't been playing. Paul Macbeth hasn't been playing what, how he normally plays. I'll say that he's been a little off. He's still obviously really, really, really good. And I would kill to have my on game be as good as his off game. Like that would be, I would be blown away, you know, but, um, He's been a little off for whatever reason. I, I don't know what's going on there, but I think he's pulling it out here. I'll be curious to see how he finishes at Worlds, which we will talk about Worlds in the current standings as of today going into the third day. There will be a cut for days four and five. Top 40% move on. Top 40% of scores move on. And we have a lot of ties, at least going into day three. Moving on to the FBO side, same methodology as before with your algorithms, your gut feelings, previous rankings, and all that stuff here. We do have quite a few changes here. There's a lot of shifting around on uh, the women's side. A lot of people dropping off. A lot of people hopping on. Basically, we've got Zoe Andike. She is 15th and has dropped from the rankings. Rebecca Cox was 16th, no longer ranked. Stephanie Vincent, 21st, no longer ranked. Holland Henley was 22nd, no longer ranked. Casey Pennington, 23rd, no longer ranked. And Camille Skewer, S-K-W-E-I-R. I believe I said that right. If I didn't, I am sorry, Camille. She was 24th and no longer ranked. Now, jumping back onto the rankings here, 25th is Vanessa Van Dyken. She was not ranked, as well as Sammy Keddington, who is unranked as well. 24th and 25th and 24th, respectively. Sarah Hokum dropped 12 spots. Not the biggest drop of this rankings, though, not including people who have just fallen off. That's, you know, that happens. Sarah Hokum is 23rd. She was 11th. She drops 12 spots. She has been watching her play. She's been a little off. Um, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Mental, physical, you know, been there, done that. Heather Young dropped 15 spots. She uh, is not doing well at all there. She was seventh and now she's 22nd. No surprise here. Macy Walker has dropped 16 spots. I say no surprise, not because she hasn't been playing well. She's been playing very well. She's not on tour. So her last official Silver Series Elite Series tournament that she played was the Dynamic Discs Open. She hasn't played anything else since then. I believe she's going to Ledgestone, so that will help her out. But overall, she's playing a lot of local and regional stuff, a lot of C tiers, a lot of B tiers, which don't count. 
I mean, that's great. She's doing fantastic. She's crushing everything, but it doesn't count in these rankings. So to say she's dropped 16 spots, it's not because she's not playing well. It's not because she's playing. It's because she's not playing any of these actual tournaments that count towards the rankings. Deanne Carey was unranked. Another Innova person here. She is 20th. Erica Stinchcomb drops seven places. Westside Discs there. She is now 19th. Sitting in 18th, Stacey Ronsley. She has uh, been unranked and is now currently ranked. Good for her. Madison Walker jumps up three spots to 15th, and I totally just screwed that up. We jumped from 18 to 15. In 17, Alexis Mondawano has jumped up uh, three spots. Uh, Sai Anata, she has jumped up from unranked to 16th. As I already said, I already uh, spoiled that. Madison Walker, she has upped herself to 15th place. Holly Finley jumps up three spots to 14th. Kristen Tatar, she finally is getting to play some elite series. She is a fantastic disc golfer out of Sweden, Finland, Scandinavia, somewhere up there with little, you know, the fingers that we all learn about in our world geography class uh i can't remember off the top of my head um that's it she's up there somewhere uh fantastic disc golfer she's finally played an elite series on the european tour and is currently playing worlds she had to um she had to quarantine for two weeks in croatia before she could come to the u.s to play in this tournament i hope she can stay here and play more but obviously you know it's not easy to travel maria olivia has jumped up 13 spots to 12th place, she was uh, 25th. Uh, Valerie Mondahuano, sister of Alexis, is moving up two spots from 13th to 11th. Own Scoggins drops two spots to claim that 10th place spot. Juliana Corver jumps up five spots to take ninth. In eighth is Lisa Fakus. She jumped up one spot. She's been playing really well. Missy Gannon has dropped three places uh, to seventh place. She is not doing, again, not doing great, not doing bad, but not doing great. Jessica Weiss has been on fire recently, at least with these rankings here. She jumped up four spots to take the sixth place. And Ella Hansen, Discmania, she is... I Okay. <laughs> Don't take this the wrong way. But if you've seen any of the Discmania um, commercials, I believe it was Discmania, where they have their pros doing the commercials. Oh, they're rough. Oh, they're cringe. Um, I applaud them for doing that. And it's great to see them doing that. But oof, oof, they're they're rough. Uh, but that's because they're not actors. They are all disc golfers and very talented disc golfers at that you can't be good at everything that's for sure that is that is very for sure there kona starpanis is jumping up two spots to fourth place Haley king dropped one spot to third place katrina allen dropped one spot to second place and to no one's surprise at all Paige pierce who took a little bit of time off recuperated got her head on straight has jumped up two spots from third to first where she pretty much has been for a very, very long time. That's that's kind of what's going on there. She has been lights out for many, many, many years. She's been ranked number one. Oh, um, oh, who was it? Disc Golf Network had that on as one of their stats of the world rankings of number one. Uh, uh, Katrina Allen has had it for like 
10 weeks. I want to say Haley King had it for like three or four weeks. Paige Pierce has it for 270 weeks and everybody else in the field has had it for zero. And that's since they started keeping track of that back in 2017, I want to say. So that has been absolutely dominant performance by Paige Pierce. It's it's her and Paul Macbeth top just unquestionable top right there speaking of the top we're going to go to the top of the world and talk about worlds being held in utah with both people both groups flip-flopping back and forth between the two tournaments locations which is mulligans and the fort the men started on mulligans moved to the fort moved back to mulligans the women started at the fort moved to mulligans back to the fort it just really helps with pacing and helps with any backups so that people can start at reasonable times and not have to worry about daylight. We're going to start on the men's side on the MPO here. We're going to start in 10th place and there is a three-way tie for 10th place. Currently at 14 under par, Greg Barsby, Ezra Aderhold, and Chris Dickerson. All of them have been playing well. Um, obviously not as well as they'd like to play, but... I would say that that's about where they kind of are in a one, two, three, four, five, six, seven way tie for third place at 15 under par. We have and this is just going to go straight in order of um, from the bottom to the top. I don't know how they determine all that, but this is going to be this is how it's going to be. It's going to be uh, Ricky Wysocki, Nate Sexton, Kevin Jones, Mason Ford, Kale LaVisca, James Conrad and Paul McBeth. All right there in the hunt, all tied at 15 under par. Now, your lead card will feature Paul Macbeth and James Conrad. And like I mentioned before, go check out James Conrad's ace. Uh, it was beautiful. So gorgeous. So absolutely gorgeous. I, I just uh, it left his hand and it was so smooth. It's great to see him back to being pretty much where he needs to be. Like he I feel like James Conrad is has finally broken in his discs enough has finally learned his discs enough because he switched sponsors in the off season and off season was only a couple months tops. And he had to try to learn new discs and break them in at the same time. So I think finally now here in the end of June, going into July, we're going to see James Conrad sitting up at the top of these uh, courses at the top of these rankings way more often. Moving on to our first place tie, we have two people here, Calvin Heimberg and Emerson Keith, both tied at 18 under par. They've been doing absolutely phenomenal. I just I I don't know, like going. I, I can't wait to watch these because if you have Disc Golf Network, it's going to be on there as for um, post-produced coverage, you know, Jomez and all that kind of stuff. And that, you know, yeah, it's just, um, yeah, that's just how it goes. So the cut will be, just talking about this on the men's side, the top 84 and ties will play the final round. Currently, there is a massive, massive tie at 83rd place. So we'll see how that goes. Paul Uliberry may or may not make the cut. Who knows? But we have a big tie from 83rd. And then the next one is 99th. And all those people are sitting at one under par. There is another 10 people hanging out at uh, 
99th, sitting even. Very reachable. Very easily could go on and get that. And, you know, who knows if anyone's going to drop off there. I can't wait to see how all these guys play. It's just exciting. It is so cool to watch. Moving on to the FPO side of this, we're going to do the same thing starting down at the bottom and working our way right back up. Starting at a three-way tie for ninth, we have Heather Young, Jessica Weiss, and Ella Hansen all tied at two under or two over par. They're doing pretty well. It's it was rough. I believe it was oh who was it? It was was it Jessica Weiss made a monster putt day one, just like down the side of a hill through the trees, like very much a Paul Macbeth style putt. You know, he's the guy that I I, I only compare that because Paul Macbeth is known for making those to be side of a hill, crap footing. Trees in the way, but if he can see one chain, he's going to hit the basket. Whether it sticks or not, that's a different story, but he will definitely hit the basket. It was, oh, it was beautiful. Again, watch that. I Oh, I forget. It might be Central Coast. Who has post-produced on this one? I I forget off the top of my head. And it's not easily accessible here. It just says, you know, here you go. This is what, this is what, what's going on. You know, watch it on Disc Golf Network. Tie for seventh. We have a two-way tie here at one over par. And teeing off here at 10, 10 a.m. That would be Utah. Is that Pacific time or mountain time? I believe mountain time. So they should be teeing off here shortly if there isn't a backup. And it looks like... Uh, who's already teed off? So it looks like the 930 group is getting ready to tee off. So they're two hours behind. That would be mountain time. I can use my deductive reasoning skills. We've got tied at seventh place, Owen Scoggins and Valerie Mondahuano. They're both at one over par, both playing decent. Just, you know, this is a tough course. Sixth place all by herself is Sarah Gilpin. She is sitting there at three under par, has a comfortable lead, but, you know, things can change at the fort. A lot of trees, a lot, a lot of trees. Tied for fourth place, we have Haley King and Kristen Tatar. She has not played much with the cameras and everything else going on, all the fanfare there, because over in Europe, I mean, most of it's shut down. Uh, they're not really playing that many. Like they have the Finland series that's going on there. They're trying to get more. But unfortunately, like it's just not what it is. Like that's not the same level of everything that's going on there. Uh, hopefully things will pan out for her. And she seems to be doing really well here. She is on the lead card. Tied for second place, we have Lisa Fakus and Katrina Allen at seven under par. That's going to be awesome. And to no one's surprise, Paige Pierce is just absolutely kicking everyone's butt at 11 under par. Pretty fantastic, I think. A uh, lot of fun there. Lots of fun there. And just to, uh, you know, a lot of people have already qualified for the throw pink. Uh, championship at the end of the season here. And for the women, the top 28 and ties will move on to the final round. So that would be uh, right now we have a, two people tied at 28th at eight over par. And we have a handful of people. Oh God, scores are being entered and changed. Everything's moving around. We have a handful of people tied at 30. I, I'm going to stop right now because people have, have teed off. And as UDISC is updating, Things are changing and I'm just going to stop now before I get way too confused and lost. But those are your current rankings there. 
That is how everybody's doing at Worlds. And you know what else is great about the world? The PDGA. <laughs> I don't know. Yay, segues. The PDGA is... Uh, adding more staff to meet its membership growth. So as I've mentioned before, uh, disc golf since about this time last year, uh, maybe a couple months before that has seen unprecedented growth. Um, the, uh, the amount of active participants in the PDGA has grown significantly. That's gone from uh, in 2019, 53,000 to 2020, 71,000. And this year, currently, there's 83,000 active members, almost 84,000 active members. Absolutely crazy. New members in uh, 2019 was 14,000. Almost doubled that. Almost doubled that in 2020. They added 26,000 members. And then this year, so far, they've added 21,000. That is crazy. Crazy, crazy, crazy. So they are um, changing a few things there. They restructured the PDGA tour and events offices into just new areas, renamed them to better uh, uh, just change everything. Like it's it's just it it's restructuring and renaming to hopefully make things better. So um the PDGA tour office has been renamed to event support. So they're there. They're really there to just help support each event and help that everything go around and events, which was kind of a crap name to be completely honest, has changed to operations and logistics, which makes way more sense. So they're the ones getting everything out, getting people out there to go, Hey, if you're holding a pro series, you need to do this, this, and this to change your course, to make it better, to make it PDGA approved and all that stuff, which is great. I mean, it's, it's there to help make things consistent for the pros. Added a huge number of people there, including uh, Andrew Big Dog Sweeten, director of event support. He was former tour manager and uh, longest member of the PDGA staff, longest uh, tenured member of the PDGA staff. He's doing a great job there. Uh, Todd Lyon is the event support and training manager. So he helps get everybody out there. He's done a lot of assistant TDs, helps people out with getting, you know, their TD stuff, getting all of that wrapped up and get going and everything else there. He has a lot of hands on experience doing playing and being a part of running elite level tour series stuff. So that's always great there. So he's a great asset there. Then there's Mike Sully Sullivan. He is also event support and training manager. Uh, again, huge pedigree. He's been part of the PDGA for a long time. He was part of the board. He was, he's just done a lot of stuff there. Uh, event support assistant is Amber Scoach, S-C-H-O-C-H. Hopefully I said that right. She joined the uh, PDGA part-time in 2012, full-time in 2015. And she has done important things for thousands and thousands of sanctioned events, getting everything to work right and work efficiently with the PDGA in account. I mean, we've added a few accountants, um, Mark Weatherwell, senior accountant to help, you know, make sure that the money goes where it's supposed to technology. Ben Botto, he's a soft senior software engineer. He's done a great job there. So is Mike Christ, uh, also a software 
senior software engineer, if you've used, if you've been to a PDGA live event or PDGA event and the live scoring that they do, it's pretty good. I haven't had really any major issues with it. That's for sure. It's not as feature rich and as nice as UDisk, but the use case for this is a bit different. So, and I finally did for the first time use UDisk live. It was pretty good. Um, I think it's still better and a little more user friendly than using um, the PDGA live. But hey, you know, it is what it is. So that is pretty much all the. And there's a few marketing media people, all that kind of stuff, you know, stuff that helps the company run and get going and just, you know, making sure everything works right. And with all of those people joining the PDGA, it's good to go over the general disc golfers code. This is something that it gets mailed out to you in a little placard, little plastic thing that you can hang on your bag. On the reverse side, it has a scorecard, an erasable scorecard. And the disc golfers code was uh, devised back in 2009. It was kind of just boiled down it was extracted to what you need what you should do to be a good disc golfer and one is just to play smart respect the respect the course respect everyone else there disc golfers and other park patrons you know we're not the only ones out there it's not like you go to a paid ball golf course and the only people out there are going to be you know some maintenance guys the drink cart people and other golfers a lot of times you're not going to go to a paid disc golf course and that is going to be wide open. Uh, it's going to be in a lot of parks. It's going to be public places. And there are going to be other people around. So you just... You, you can't throw if there's a risk of injury or distracting other players or throwing out of order. So that is one of the rules. Um, distracting other players, that's, uh, that's kind of difficult. Because sometimes, you know, you could be teeing off and there's a basket behind you and you just don't know that's it you know there's no harm in that if they don't notice if it's not like you're not throwing at someone who's on the fairway that you're playing that's that's different that's what you should not do you also just have to be cognizant of all the people around you like i said little kids run around everywhere you want to respect the course you know that's pretty straightforward don't do anything like don't litter take pick up your crap you know take all that uh Take all that garbage out with you. It's not that hard. Don't, you know, don't destroy the course, basically. It's real simple. Stay on the marked paths. Try not to ruin anything. Make sure that you are, re like, respecting the sport. Be positive and responsible. I know it's hard to do, especially in some of these tournaments when you're not playing well. It was very hard for me to keep things in so just you know be cognizant that's all right apply the rules you know that means playing to the pdga standards if you're out with a casual round with your friends and unless there's a huge massive courtesy violation you know don't call it on your friends like don't do that don't be a douche don't be an idiot that's about it that's my opinion when you're playing out especially in a casual round you know if you're teaching someone it, some of those rules just don't matter. If they step through on a putt inside the circle, they're learning. They don't know. 
you know, just go, hey, you know, in the future, this is kind of how this goes. That kind of thing. It's pretty straightforward, pretty easy, in my opinion. You know, you can warn them again, casual round. It's more of just letting them know that they're doing something wrong because they don't know what they don't know. And that's just that's just kind of how that is. You know, I don't know. I back when I started it, we didn't know. I didn't know some of the rules. I just went out and had fun. Uh, play smart, have fun and grow the sport. There's a huge influx of players. So next time you're out on the course, be the example. Pick up some garbage. Like if you're part of that dynamic disc squad, which you get points and you get free stuff, I highly recommend if you even have a passing interest in dynamic discs to do that. You get points for cleaning up litter and doing all that and just keep things clean and tidy. You know what else is going to be tidy is this break from Innova with Discmania. After 15 years, this collaboration with Discmania and Innova has dissolved. It's no longer there anymore. Mersma, um, the CEO, Jesse Mersma, has announced that they will be starting in June on June 21st that um, the Discmania will be making their own discs now. Uh, they created a brand together with Innova. This is a direct quote. Over the past 15 years, we have created the brand together that is enjoyed by hundreds of thousands of people around the world. We've had a great run. Me personally and the entire Discmania family will be forever grateful for the opportunity you gave us. Now it's time for us to turn a new page in Discmania's story. So they are going to um, continue to make discs. They've, they're opening a whole bunch of different stuff there. Um, and he's going to uh, going to uh, they're trying to help out with or trying to make more discs and they're just trying to break away and do all that. So they are going to establish new manufacturing operations in Sweden. It seems like everybody's making it there. Latitude 64. Um, so the original line from Discmania features popular discs such as the P2 and the DD3. And for years were manufactured by Innova. Discmania has two other current lines of discs. Evolution produced by Sweden's Latitude 64 and Active produced by China's Yikun. Y-I-K-U-N. I don't know how to say that. I apologize. Uh, they are adding a 22,000 square foot facility that will eventually produce the Evolution line. So they'll be taking that back from uh, Latitude 64. Discmania and its parent company, Spin18 Oi, OI, has their head office in uh, Tampere, Finland, and a sales office in Stockholm, Sweden, and a subsidiary in Colorado. Uh, they are last year they made about 16.6 million dollars and they're projecting in 2022 to just to over double that to 35.7 million. They are expanding like crazy and it's great to see that Discmania is kind of getting out there and doing their own thing and you know everything is going well for them. I hope and I wish them the best of luck. I really do. I hope everything for them is going really well and it's fun to see all the different competition out there, fun to see them sponsoring different people, fun to see everything else out there. And you know what else is really fun? Getting your own merch. Boop, right there. Joe's Disc Golf got me some polo shirts. They're pretty sweet. 
if you're interested in anything like that, let me know. I don't have any that I'm producing, but um, it is kind of a concept idea. Hopefully you all like it. If not, eh, no, well, no worries. It's got the logo, the Joe's Disc Golf Podcast logo on the back, and it says, thank you, Treesus, at the bottom. So, with that in mind, thank you all for watching. Hopefully you enjoyed this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed listening to me talk about everything else here, even with the slight technical difficulties at the beginning. But that's all we have for now. We talked about a lot of great stuff, and I can't wait to talk to you all later. Don't forget that if you get a great tree kick to thank Treesus, and if you get a kick deeper into the woods, reflect and repent because you've some done something wrong. Thank you all for watching. I can't wait to talk to you all in the next video, in the next live stream, in the next podcast. As always, I've been Joe. You've been awesome. And thank you all. Don't forget to follow me on the socials, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, at Joe's Disc Golf. Working on a website, joesdiscgolf.com. There is something up there. It's not the best, but it is something. We're working. It's a work in progress. I'm the only one working on it right now, and web design is not my thing. So... Thank you all again, and I can't wait to talk to you all 